Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I'm your host. So here it is again. I'm tired of telling you guys this. I just wish you'd already do it already. Like, share, subscribe, um, hit the notification button. So when you guys get the, uh, or so when we drop a new episode, you guys get that notification. You can listen to it. Although, let's face it, I'm a schedule person. You guys know by now when these episodes drop. So <laughs> you probably don't even need that um facebook so we got the two pages on facebook we have the detail solutions podcast page um please like share and subscribe to that one um that's the one where jason's helping me now where we're doing um actually jason's taking upon himself to do like little promos and of who we're having um on for guests or topics or the concaster t-shirts pushing that um the detail solutions podcast discussion group is the one that you can go on to and that's where we appreciate any feedback you guys are giving us um the good positive indifferent whatever if you guys have suggestions for topics um we're getting a lot of those on there which is really cool and i do plan to get to all those guys who are leaving the leaving those topics but you know i can only do so many podcasts um in a little time and uh, also, if you want to hear us talk to somebody, if you have a suggestion, um, I've got a lot of people to get to, but man, I'm always down to, you know, there's probably some cool detailer somewhere that I don't know. And, you know, we'd love to have them on. Um, so that's where we do all that. Uh, Detail Solutions Pod, the Detail Solutions Podcast on Instagram. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram for any reason, um, I'm trying to do as much as I can on that. Um what else do we have? Oh, the YouTube page. Uh, YouTube is the Detail Solutions Podcast. Um, that's where we have the product spotlight right now running from the guys at HyperClean. So you can listen to that podcast and actually watch the videos that Marty played while we were talking about the different products. So you can see how that stuff works. Um, and we're going to do more with the YouTube page with uh, up and coming product spotlights they'll primarily just be on the youtube page and not um in the podcast it'll be something completely different 
Um, so fine. With all that being said, let's get to my guest for tonight. Um, we've had a dry run of getting some of the badass ladies of detailing on the podcast. Um, I've been turned down a lot, much like my single life. Um, so I finally found uh, <laughs> one of the one of the ladies that uh, said, yeah, I'll come on the podcast for sure. So we got Sarah Coleman from most of you guys probably know her from Rupes. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, so Sarah, for everybody who maybe doesn't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what do you do? Uh, my name is Sarah Coleman Leanhart, and I am a technical socialist and a schedule manager, if you will, for the Bigfoot Academy here um, for Rupes and located in Louisville, Colorado, right outside Denver. Um, I'm originally from Tampa, Florida. Oh, okay. Um, and made, yeah, made my way out to, to Colorado with a different opportunity. Um, stuck with that company for, for a little bit of time, and they just went, we wanted to go in different directions. So we went ahead and did that. And uh, now here I am somehow miraculously in this incredible facility <laughs> with this incredible company. Yeah. Um, so let's go back. You know, I always like to go back. Like how did, what's the, the, how, the, when, the, where, the, why did you, you know, get into detailing? Oh man. Um, it was about seven years ago. Um, I was, you know, kind of in a, 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 a odd spot in life. Um, I was selling my other businesses, getting out of the hospitality industry, which I was in for most of most of my adult life, um, pretty much since the age of 15, okay. um, all the way up until about 25. And I had a friend who had another friend who needed help with uh, his mobile detailing gig and it was part time at the time. And, you know, um, going from hospitality to, you know, hearing about oh, cleaning cars vacuuming and washing. I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound too exciting, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I need a change and I need that, you know, I could have used the money at the time. So, so yeah, let's, let's try it out. Um, and I, I started working at that mobile detailing company and, uh, next thing I knew I was going from, you know, part-time up to, you know, I mean that, that true mobile detailing grind, um, yeah. you know, probably 50, 60 hour weeks, um, getting paid very, very little of course, but for some reason, I fell in love. Um, I mean, out in the Florida sun during summers, <laughs> you know, busting out anywhere from 20 to 30, you know, exterior and interior details. Uh, I wouldn't, they, they were, you know, express swashes yeah, and, yeah. you know, interior cleaning certainly wasn't shampooing and right. polishing. Um, but you know, it was, it was that true grind. And, um, I just, I saw a lot of, a lot of potential business wise, um, and so I just said, okay, I'll do this for, you know, another few months and then maybe I'll invest in another business, you know, just be the workhorse for, for a few months. And then, right. And a few months turned into, you know, a year and a yeah. half yeah. and then a year and a half <laughs> turned into, I mean, it just went on and on. Um, I ended up leaving that company. I want to say I was with them for like a year and a half, maybe. Um, and I went and worked at a Maserati and Alfa Romeo dealership out uh -huh. in uh, St. Petersburg. And, uh, I, that was pretty much the game changer for me. Um, right. that was where I learned how to like really do paint correction. It was the first time I ever held a Rupes tool. Um, and it was actually funny cause I remember back then I went to my boss after I, I used the, the Mark two 21 
I went to my boss and I sat in his office and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but one day you'll see I'm, I'm either going to work with this company or I'm going to work for this company. And he was like, okay, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep dreaming. You're right, right. washing it, you know, yeah. <laughs> doing all, I was the only, the only detailer at the, um, that dealership so I was doing all the lot washes I was oh, doing okay. all the actual paid details and um and then I I again left that company after being there for a couple of years um, started up my own mobile detailing business um went to Napa Valley with my mom after having my own company for I don't know, it was maybe six or eight months and um we went up to Napa Valley for her to do a half marathon and we went to a winery and she, she ran over, like ran into like this boulder, right. With her rental and somehow like put a nice little dent in the wheel well. Yeah. And this was back when I, I drank, um, I had quite a few glasses of wine during that wine pacing <laughs> and I grew my muscles and I didn't know anything about dent repair or anything. And I said, Oh, I'll fix this. And I walked out there and sure as hell somehow I pushed that dent out with my bare hands. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I made, uh, you know, a couple of weeks after that trip, I was like, well, mom, what if I went out to Colorado and, you know, did a PDR training? That would be kind of cool. I'd love to learn how to reshape metal. Yeah. And, you know, that's just another, another trade skill to have under my belt. We talked about it and sat on it for some time. And finally I, I did it. And, um, that was how Colorado all came into the picture because the facility that I took the PDR training at for two weeks, um, they needed a detail manager. So they gave me a job offer when I was on the airplane. I got off the plane, called them out. I was like, are you guys being serious right now? Yeah. yeah it was just to like just totally unexpected. And they said, yeah. I said, all right, bet. It was an offer I couldn't really refuse. So I packed up all my stuff, sold everything I couldn't bring out here with Sitting in my car, um, Jen uh, from Cosmetology, she uh -huh. actually flew into Tampa and drove out with me. Oh, um, cool! So that was a pretty fun road trip. Yeah, and we picked up Marty along the way, and it was uh, it was cool. So I, I you know, I guess it, there was just so many series of events that you know I look back now and I'm like, man, if I would have decided not to have done this, I right. wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and it's it's really cool to reflect on. So. Yeah, I'm, I've always kind of, you know, had that mentality. Like, you know, I look back at certain certain things that happened in my life or certain certain things that went certain ways or whatever. And you think like, okay, well, you know, had I not done this, it wouldn't have put me here. That wouldn't have put me here. That wouldn't have put me here, you know, kind of. So, I mean, I don't know if that's, you know, just one of those things or whatever, but that's how I look at it. You know I mean? Like obviously different forks in the road are going to leave you diff different paths. And it's, you know, every time you take one, it leads you to, you know, and hopefully it leads you to a better situation overall. And I feel like, like I'm finally at that place in my life in the past, I don't know, seven or eight years now being on my own or not on my own, but like having my own business, leaving the car wash right. and everything that, you know, it's, it's almost like, man, why couldn't I have taken this fork in the road way back kind of deal. But, you know, again, like, right. you know, that wouldn't have, you know, maybe I wouldn't be at the place that I'm at now. I would just be, you know, some, you know, mobile and nothing wrong with it, but just a mobile guy running around, you know, kind of whatever. Whereas like, you know, here I am now, I have, 
you know, some recognition in the, the industry, decided to start podcasts. Like I'm talking to all these people, you know, detailers from all over the world and meeting new people and things like that. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. Hey, everybody. By now, you probably have seen the Kong shirt floating around on Facebook um, that I'm renaming the Kongcaster t-shirt. Um, if you guys are interested in picking one of those up, we are now going to uh, be selling them. I'm not going to do them through the website like I did the other shirts. I felt like my company did a better job um, printing out the design. So just message me on Facebook um, Messenger and what I'll do is we've got to get a minimum of 50 before I can uh, do an order. So we're kind of doing a little bit of a pre-sale. So everybody who messages me, once I get to 50, I'll send everybody an invoice, get sizes, address, have the t-shirts printed up, and then ship them out. So if you're looking to get the Concaster t-shirt, please message me on in Facebook um, or Instagram if you guys follow me on Instagram. Right now, it's going to be in the U.S. only. Sorry, um, just going to be too hard to ship um, across the world, but we'll try and figure that out later. Thanks. I am too, and I, you know, it's I, I tell people all the time, no matter how how tough your decisions are that you have to make, and no matter how difficult the things are that you're going through through that decision that you made, just try to enjoy the process, yeah. because honest to God. Well, no matter what decision you make, you never know what the other outcome and right. Yeah. So just enjoy it for what it is and, you know, just have as much fun with it as you can. I mean, when I sit back and think about, you know, there were plenty of days back seven years ago when I first started that I would be sitting on my five minute lunch profusely sweating, Yeah. you know, just covered <laughs> in moisture. Right. Especially if it was down here God, in Florida. Yeah. What, yeah. Even like, who knows what bacteria and stuff were in those cars. Ugh. Right. Um, but you know, I, 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 I sit back and I think about like how many times I sat on that bench and just like, shoot, man, like this, this cannot be it. This, this can't be the forever, right? Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there has to be something else. And I just, I, I, would have to, you know, we all have negative thoughts at times, but I would just keep having to regroup myself and, you know, it, I will make damn sure it's going to yeah. be the absolute best outcome that it possibly could be. And at the end of the day, the most important thing to me has always been to make my parents proud, you know, and my parents didn't raise no quitter. They didn't, <laughs> you know, they didn't raise a softy. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, I just try to remind people all the time because I have people that will DM me or text me, call me, Hey, I'm, you know, I don't feel like I'm getting paid enough. Or I feel like the work I'm doing, this, that, and the third. And, you know, just enjoy your process. Yeah. Keep working hard, persevere, stay positive, and just keep pushing forward. And you're going to find your place that you that you need to be oh, at yeah. the time that it's supposed to be, yeah. you know? And I think some of it, you know, Hopefully I don't make people mad, but some of it is a lot of the newer generation is used to just, you know, here's your silver platter handed to you, you know, and it's, you know, they get into the industry and they're like, you know, think within months they're going to be working for, you know, a company like Rupus or working for whatever or doing this. And it's like, you know, ugh, I got to like, I'm, 
eight years in and I'm still not working for these companies or I'm not doing this and I'm not, you know, so yeah, I, I think that has some of it to do. <laughs> it, yeah, I could definitely agree. Um, I definitely think that there's been a, a big change as far as work ethic goes. Yeah. Um, and I think some of it's generational and I, and I think, unfortunately now I think, um, you know, the, the pandemic changed, changed a lot of that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, definitely. I even have noticed it with people I know personally, you know, yeah. so it's not just me making a judgment of the employee shortage that we're having globally. Yeah. And, um, and some people it's, it's, I mean, it's hard for them to go out and do work, you know, because for different, you know, right, health, right. health issues and things like that. Right. I mean, like 100%. There's, there's a lot of people out there that can't do the vaccine because of whatever, you know, health-wise, are they, you know, they're just too high risk to do anything. So no, I mean, I, I think some of that definitely, but you know, the ones who could definitely be out working and aren't <laughs> like that's, that's like, I know a couple of them. Listen, my, know, my daughter, my daughter is that way. And I, and I'm to blame for, you know, I mean, she's a daddy's girl, you know I mean? Like I, they, she bats his eyes at me and I'm like, all right, you know, kind of deal. But you know, I offered to come to the shop and help me move things around so I can like wash the floor or whatever. And I'm like, I'll pay you. And she's like, nah, I'm good. You know? And I'm like, but then she's like, you know, I want money. I want money. And you know, I'm a sucker. I give it to her anyway. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But you yeah, know what? That's going to, but she's going to be somebody else's problem in, in a few years. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll let I'll let them oh, deal with her. Awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll ruin her for somebody else to deal with, um, whether it's a that's business, awesome. whether it's a business or a partner or whatever. <laughs> you know, that's gold. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Oh, so so let's talk about because I'm sure you know. Obviously, you you somewhat have you know the dream the dream gig, right? You know, everybody wants to work. Mm-hmm you know, at, at the big R. So like, what, what did you do for this to happen? Like, like. I asked for it. Okay. Straight up. Listen, <laughs> listen everybody. That's all you have to do is ask. All they can do is say no. Right. I mean, I tell people that all the time. I mean, with everything in life, that was one thing my mom really, really, really like drilled into my brain yeah. when I was a child was if you don't ask, the answer is simply, yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be no, dude. Like right. you're never gonna. Right. And even if you do ask and they say no, that. it's it's not like you're losing anything, you know. So and who cares? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I literally I texted Jason when I was actually working in Jacksonville, um, and I texted Jason Rose one day, and I was like, man, you know, it'd be really dope if you guys had like an internship program, whether you did, you, cool. whether you didn't pay the intern or you did pay them, but just paid them, you know, a lower wage, like minimum right. wage or, you know, whatever would be within the budget. And uh, um, I basically told him, I said, you know, if that's something you guys would be willing to do, like, I would love to be your guinea pig. I just want to work next to you for like two months. I learn very, very fast. I'm a sponge. I absorb everything. Right. Oh, I need like two to three months with you and I will be rocking and rolling. And I even told him to make it a little more enticing. I said, you know, if, if, if I had to, I would even pay you guys like as like a, kind of like an educational trust fund, right? To, right, yeah. you know, just again, just to be by his side for two or three months and, and really just absorb as much of his knowledge and skill set as I could. 
And um, Jason was like, okay, is there a psycho? Yeah. <laughs> Let me go talk to my big boss and Bonker. see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he called me like two or three days later and he was like, dude, you won't believe this, but they're down, but you can't pay us. We legally have to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he said, you know, we'll do like a three month internship and then you can figure your life out from there. And I said, all right, go. And when I did the three month internship and uh, here I am, they, they ended up offering me a, you know, a job full time yeah. and to start a career here. So sweet. I and just how, asked. Yeah. And how long, how long have you been with them now? <laughs> a year now year awesome yeah we're coming up on a year so so i know you were using finger quotes when you were explaining your your job title so what exactly do you do i i wear a lot of hats man um so i definitely i'm i'm fully in charge and control of the bigfoot academy's um schedule so okay. any trainings that we have here whether it's you know the trains that we offer to the general public or distributor training or um, you know, trainers from other countries that are becoming authorized trainers that fly in here. Um, I schedule and manage all of that. Nice. Um, I, man I manage all of inventory, um, quality control, um, product development, technical support, customer service. Um, you know, probably half the time Jason's scheduler and, you know, <laughs> trying to, trying to help manage um, everything that he's going, right. got going on as well. Um, but I put in quotations because my title is technical specialist, Okay. but I do manage a lot. Right. Um, and so, you know, we're also starting to finally with things starting to lift as far as, you know, um, protocol like COVID yeah. um, restrictions, um, you know, we're going to start having a lot more IDA events and, you know, other, other events with um, companies like G Technic and hopefully IGL, um, other coding companies for, you know, paint correction process. And then they can bring in, you know, their potential customers or pre-existing customers, right. you know, to get certified or, you know, freshen up on their, their coding skills, what have you. Um, so it's, it's, it's been a change, man. <laughs> it's such yeah. a different type of, I mean, the two hours before you and I jumped on this, I was doing product development. Um, oh, cool. before that I was sanitizing all the tools and carts from yesterday. And before yeah. that I was doing inventory and, <laughs> you know, moving things around and before that organizing hoods and what are we going to use for next week and ordering, right. you know, all the meals for, you know, the next two weeks. Um, um, it's, it's a lot. It's, I had no, like, you know, I noticed in the past, a lot of, a lot of detailers said, Oh, I, I can't wait to, you know, not be detailing anymore. You know, I'm going to yeah. open a training center. I'm going to be a mobile, a mobile yeah. trainer, what have you. Um, and my God, <laughs> like these work <laughs> and hours and details that go into it. I never would have fathomed until yeah. I like actually got put in this position, you know, oh, that's cool. it's, it's, it's incredible. Um, it is stressful. People ask me that all the time. It's, it's stressful. Um, it's very, very fun, but there is stress that comes with it. It's just a well, different kind yeah, of stress especially, than what I'm used to. Yeah. Especially with, I mean, there's always a stress. I mean, even if you take it back to just on the level of, you know, scheduling your work for your business, you know, and mm -hmm. you got somebody, I mean, like I had a guy today, you know, I was like, Hey, when, how soon can you get me in? And I'm like, well, I'm kind of scheduled out like two weeks. And he's like, yo man, you can't do it any sooner. And like, I'm like, 
like no unfortunately like <laughs> you know so i mean like it, but it's it's gotta i mean yours is probably maybe a bigger scale but a little bit less but it's still you know regardless you know it's it's a it's not an easy thing to do Hey there, podcasters. What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all-around multi-cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease, and grime. It's safe on surfaces, including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcott, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready to use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them, and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocodingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag GenKOMix. I mean, we I ran into almost an identical situation yesterday. I had you know a local um, paint shop that the you know distributor for us. He reached out and he you know, wanted Jason and I to come to a couple different facilities and, you know, train their guys. And he wanted it done within the next month. And I was like, man, I don't have any availability till like late yeah. June. <laughs> yeah. I like, we don't even have a quarter of a day to give to you, unfortunately, right. you know? Um, so it's, it's similar. Um, and yeah. And especially I with, with ex- Jay. Yeah. Especially with Jason. Cause that guy, I'm sure, I mean, like, you know, I messaged Rennie today because I'm, I'm, trying to get Rennie to come back on the podcast for something. And, you know, I just said, Hey, I can't tell you what we're going to talk about keeping it kind of tight lipped right now, but I'd like to have you on if you're flexible. And he's like, I'm not, but I'll try to do whatever I can for you. <laughs> you know, right. you know, anytime I try to get him on the ske- on the, on the podcast, like I'm scheduling through Chris, like, you know, a month or two out kind of deal. So I can only imagine yeah. with Jason's schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I was looking at his schedule right before we jumped on and my eye to start twitching. I was like, oh my gosh, the next few months are just, they're going to be crazy. So how, how busy, I mean, since you're the scheduler, like, cause I, th- I think this is something that's kind of neat, you know, I mean, looking through social media and everything like that. I mean, obviously you guys put up like, you know, when there's certain trainings going on for like detailers wise, but I, but again, you guys are doing a lot of like stuff that's not in like it's detailing, but it's not detailing, right? Because like you guys have like trade school trainings, education, like yep. different stuff like that. So how busy does the training center there stay? I mean, are you guys like constantly week after week after week? Or are you doing like a couple a month or one a month or? Um. So Jason told me today that for quarter two, I may not make the schedule as busy <laughs> as I did this past <laughs> quarter. Um, I mean, in all seriousness, I, he was partially kidding, but partially serious too. Um, especially since Colorado, Colorado is very, very different, especially compared to Florida. Yeah. Um, as far as the, I mean, our mask mandate in our county that we're in just lifted two days ago. Okay. Um, and we have, I don't know, know what a mask, I don't know what a mask mandate is. Um, exactly. 
yeah when i went to florida during the pandemic i was like is there does covid just stop at the border yeah it does does it it just not come yeah. in through the ocean yeah, yeah. No, um, no desantis desantis put a put a uh he built a wall and covid's not allowed into florida yet. yes yeah <laughs> so our mask mandate just lifted like two days ago um so of course due to um mask mandates and volume control you know how yeah. many people we can have in the building at one time how close can they be etc um so we've been doing a lot of trainings i mean i don't think i've had even the week that we went to MTE, we had trainings here before oh, we wow. went to MTE. I, yeah, I literally finished a training, cleaned the academy, changed, and then went and jumped on a plane and left. Um, we, yeah, we had we stay very busy, man. I don't think there's a week that we don't have something going oh, on, cool. whether it's us, you know, going to a um, to a location like you were talking about, the technical right. high schools that we help out. Um, you know, a lot of the local paint shops. Um, you know, mobile detailing businesses, fixed locations, uh, body shops. Um, so we have to fit all those travel trainings in right. with what you guys see on the website mixed with our distributor trainings and sales trainings. And it's <laughs> there, we stay very, very, very busy. Oh yeah. Um, that's I, I can, sure. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, trying to fit in, I, I, if I could have a Marine training at least once a month, I would you know, right. but unfortunately it's just not realistic right now because even though our mask mandates have lifted, um, we still have a cap on how many students we can have. And from what I've been told before I came into the company in pre COVID, they were having like 30 people in a class. Yeah. Um, we usually have like at max 10 now. Oh wow. And I don't know how the hell they did it with 30 people before. I, yeah. I really don't. Um, it just, it's a lot. You know. Yeah. When so, I talked, when I talked to a Jason and, and he kind of talked about like 30 is kind of the max that, that they would do it, but he said it's, it's multiple trainers. So every, mm-hmm. I think you said like five or six trainers. So you break off and you get like a cluster of five because then it's easier to work with individuals that way. Um, yeah. Because that's always, you know, I, I haven't, I, I've only really done one training and that was with Aaron Knox, um, at the end of last year, but it was a one-on-one. Like we, we set that up for him to do a one-on-one with me. Um, and then that's where I got certified for C Corps professional, but that was always my thing. Whenever I see like, and even before COVID or whatever, all these trainings, it's like, man, there's like, like, how do you really get good one-on-one if you're going to these trainings where there's 15, 20, 30 people kind of deal. Um, mm-hmm. So when Jason told me the way you guys did it there is there's definitely multiple trainers. So you get broken down into smaller groups. Everybody gets time kind of deal. So that's always yeah. at least a cool thing. But yeah, 10 people, that's pretty small then. Yeah. And I mean, I like that though, because I, I mean, it, it, it kind of sucks from a business perspective, right? Yeah. And it, hurts my heart for all the other, um, you know, detailers and business owners that want to come into our classes, but because of our, our cap, you know, we're having more frequent classes, I would say, but they're smaller. Um, but I love it because I, I mean, we really get to know these people, you know, like they share their stories with us and that's cool. It's, it's incredible, man. It's, it's truly irreplaceable. Um, and that's, that's what, and, and being able to see where they are from the beginning of the first day 
and if it's a two day or three day, whatever it is, seeing where their skill set already is yeah. just by the end of, of the, that training period, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think it's, it's important to be able to have, um, you know, more of that connection and I guess intimacy, if you will. Um, you know, yeah. I, I like that. Right. Plus the thing that you guys do that not everybody does is, is you guys have like the classroom setting too. So you have that time to, you know, where you're asking questions or trying to figure things out before then going and applying it to the hoods or the cars or whatever. Um, Because again, a lot of these other companies, it's just like, come for the weekend and we'll train you. And it's, you know, just, okay, here's a car, here's your panel, go to it kind of deal. Right. No, each of our classes, you you could come literally in the same week and take um, two of our two-day classes and they won't be the same. And that's because at the beginning of every class, we hang up our nice little big white post-it notes on the wall and we ask every student, what are you here for? Why did you come here? What do you right. feel your weaknesses? What are your strengths? What do you have no knowledge about that you want knowledge about, et cetera? Um, and then we have another sheet that we ask them, you know, what are, what are your goals, personal business, whatever it is we want to know. Yeah. Um, and that, that really, really helps again, build that relationship with those students. Cause they feel more comfortable then they're like, Oh my God, you, you genuinely care about what right. it is that I need to learn. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. feel like they're, they're getting their money's worth too. You 100%. know, it's not, it's not just a, you know, here's your certificate you know, you passed good job, buddy, you know, kind of deal. Right. So yeah, no, that's, that's cool. Is your car detailing website crashing and burning? Son, your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need, the need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. And cruise on over to detailersroadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's detailersroadmap.com. Detailersroadmap.com. Roger. Do you um because I was I know you uh you did some Instagram live stories during this week. So do you participate in any of the training at all? Or are you just kind of milling around and no, every single one. every single one yeah um i haven't started doing any of the classroom training yet Um, i'll be there probably within the next like four to six weeks at max i'll be able to do at least half the class by myself in the classroom um but the hands-on man i'm i'm all in yeah Um, i'm on top of them and i'm bouncing around and taking pictures videos and asking questions helping with technique adjustments um, variables etc um so yeah the hands-on part i'm very involved with um the classroom is it's been a struggle for me man because even when i was a child all the way up until now nothing has changed um i like to move a lot i don't do well sitting still (laughs) and um it's it's been something that i've had to really really work on because if i'm not 
if I'm not the one presenting the class and Jason or Todd or you know whoever it is is presenting, um, I need to try and be as present as possible. And it's been a struggle because again, doing detailing for the past seven years, I didn't even know what a chair was, dude. Like right. you weren't allowed to sit down. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I just keep going, keep going, keep going. And Jason tells me all the time, I love your sense of urgency, but dude, you gotta relax. Like, yeah. Just sit down and <laughs> yeah. enjoy the damn class. Power down a little just, bit. Like yeah, yeah. just oh man, I have so much to do. I just want to go, go, go. Yeah, no, no, that's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So with the with the classroom training, you saying that you'll be you'll be ready in a little bit. Is it something like with Rupet with with Rupus that you're having to kind of learn how to do it, or is it just like a mental thing for you to feel comfortable doing it on your own? It's just so much information, dude. Like, and even though I feel like I know probably ninety to ninety five percent of the things that right. are on those PowerPoints and those presentations. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's more so of getting confident of, um, you know, a remember, I want to be at the point where I can just take a glimpse at the slide, turn around. Okay. And this is what we're talking about. Not right. have to go based off of the slide. Um, but again, I'm just a much more, um, physical person. So I'm better at showing you, um, right. as, and, and I'm getting better with explaining, um, and verbalizing the more technical side, but I'm still a baby in this industry, man. I really am. Um, I still feel like I have so much, so, so much to learn. Yeah. Uh, and some of the questions that, that I can't try to like think of an example right now, but they're just, there are some questions that people ask, um, that I just, I'm like, Don't oh my God, it, I've never know. even thought yeah. of that, dude. Let yeah. me go ask Jason or call Todd or call Dylan real quick. And, right. Yeah. And see, because I've never even thought of that. Yeah. So, so you mean we just don't go up and down and back and forth a couple of times so the scrolls go out? That's what I tell everybody when they're like, hey, you know, can you help me? Can you, you know, like, can you, will you train me? And I'm like, no, I can't train you. I don't know what I'm, I'm just go up and forth, back and up and down and back and forth till the swirls are gone. Like, I can't tell you any other, any more than that. Like, give me 50 bucks. There you go. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I wish it was as simple as that, man. But yeah, if it was, then I I would, we wouldn't have this. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. And that's, that's the thing that I've, you know, kind of started trying to pay more attention to, especially with having this now and being able to, you know, talk to people like yourself and, and Todd and Jason and Rennie and, you know, on and on and on kind of deal um, is starting to try to say, okay, but why, why does my, you know, up and down and back and forth make squirrels go away? You know, why does this and that, why does, you know, I'm starting to try to ask those questions or at least pay attention when it's being said to kind of understand and it's really funny because sometimes um, I still think that I don't know it, but somebody will call me and they'll say, you know, hey, Alex, like, I've got this situation. Like, can you help me? You know, and I just start asking the questions. Like, okay, so what did you use? What did you try? You know, and like, it's crazy, like how my brain clicks. I'm like, okay, well, try this, try that. Maybe you're too heavy on your pad. Maybe you're too heavy on your compound. Maybe you know, whatever. And then they call me back and like, dude, you hit it right on the head. Like that was my problem. And I'm, and I'm still like, how did I know that? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know right. this stuff, like, but it's, it's there. It's, it's somewhere. So no, it's, it's, you know, it's cool that that's what I'm trying to figure out now, because again, I feel like you, I mean, I've only 
you know, since I left the car wash, I've only been doing this style of detailing for the past seven years now. I mean, everything I did beforehand was, you know, I call it the old school 70s car wash detailing. I mean, where we were just hitting everything with a rotary and, you know, slapping some glaze that was, you know, filled with fillers on it, you know, yep. <laughs> it looked yeah. great. It looked great when it left. And then, you know, when they went through the car wash the next week and the car wash stripped all the wax and the fillers off of it, it looked like trash again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still have a lot to learn too. And I, 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 yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how technical this industry is for just going up and down and back and forth till scratches go away. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there is so much, um, and I've always kind of been a, a big science person. Um, so probably about like four or five years ago was when I really kind of getting started getting into like the science of this and the technical okay. side of, of our industry. And it had fascinated me. Um, but there was a lot of misleading information on the oh, internet. Yeah. Um, so I would find a bunch of information and whether the information is true or or false it was hard for me to figure out because at that time I didn't have somebody like Jason to ask questions to or Rennie or Prentice or yeah you know any anyone um DJ I mean tons of people that I have access to you know hey man you know I'll ask yeah. the, the scientific and technical question and if you know true or false um everything's even in books that I'm like I know now I'm like dude what the hell is this this isn't a true statement like I yeah. can literally scientifically show the justification right now to how this isn't a true statement um and it i just that's what's got that that's one of my favorite parts of this job is the science that right. goes behind all of this because this everything that we manufacture everything that we come out with it's all science out it's oh, yeah. not just you know, we want to be cute and have things that are color coordinated and yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know, that's right. not the case. Yeah. It is all science out. Um, I mean, from the amount of product that should go on your pad to the weight of our pads for those specific tools, that is yeah. all science out. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I, I remember when, um, <clears throat> so my, my, my history with Rupus goes back to just um, Todd and uh, uh blanking um who was todd's boss at the time um oh, i can't think of his oh man i feel so bad it was just todd it was just todd and um just todd and um whatever i can't remember his name he's retired now um but i remember when todd came down to the car wash because we did a distribution deal and like Todd was showing me, you know, the science of how balanced out the machine is with or without a pad. Right. So you yep. like, don't put a pad on the machine and you just full six, you know, pedal the metal and the thing vibrates like crazy. And then you put a pad on it and it just mellows out and it's so smooth and perfect. You know, Todd was telling me like, you know, I think it was like five years or something in development before they actually released it because it just yep. the science of it and the engineering to get everything to work with itself, um, you know, was, was one of those things that, that it was like, okay, so you're not just like, you know, you just didn't throw something together and say, Hey, we're a tool company or whatever. Like it's, 
you know, and then, and then you think like, how long was that original system around, you know, the blue, the green, the yellow and the white was around for years before they changed it up, you know, where now it's just blue, yellow and white, um, which is a shame because I liked green. Um. <laughs> I hear that every day almost. Right. But I will say that I will. So I will say like, I was a big fan of the green pad over the blue pad. Cause it was just too much. It was too coarse. It was, it, yeah. Ripped too much, but the new blue pad is, is really, is really something else. I think. Um, yeah. I, I actually like it. I mean, I, I did because Jason, when the new system came out, um brennan sent me a kit and he said hey you know i would like for your feedback or whatever and i was like who me and he's like yeah um because like i've seen everybody like all the big names were getting these things and i'm like man i feel special um but i took my wife's black uh at the time it was her black audi now it's mine um and i i slapped the the blue foam pad on it and and some da course and did a did a door panel and wiped it and shined my light on it and i was like why do I need to go yellow? Like, I can't believe this like finished down so nice. And the blue pad wasn't as aggressive as the old pad where it just left crazy micro marring. Um, So yeah, I mean, like you think of the system changing and changing so much for the better and being a completely different system. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of thought that goes into it. And it's not just like, Hey, here's our new stuff. Buy it because we're Rupus, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our business model for the sake of God, like when it comes to the liquids, it's less is more. Yeah. Like if we just wanted to just, you know, just launch a bunch of products and just, you know, just make money just without the education, without the science and technology, we wouldn't design something that less is more, right. Cause right. you're going to buy less from us. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Exactly. It, we, we genuinely, <laughs> want to you know you know come out with products that are going to give incredible results you know tired of hearing about these 12 18 26 hour paint corrections it's (sighs) not necessary anymore Um, does anybody do that science and yeah (laughs) i hear it again every week i hear it in that in that room um you know and we're just science and technology is there you know and then once we show them hey man you can get this nasty um you know nasty tufted wool uh rotary mark out of this this black panel within less than 60 seconds with this process oh no the hell you can't but come here yeah exactly (laughs) oh my god you know so it's we we genuinely really do care about the science and we want you guys as that are out there in the field um, you know we want you guys to feel good you know, physically, yeah. mentally, um, and this helps dramatically. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, and I remember, I remember another thing that Todd was telling me is, you know, again because of it being a European country or a European company, um, you know, and again this was like six years ago before there was you know Colorado and everything. Um, you know, there's different there's different regulations in in Europe. Yeah for the machines as far as vibration noise and all that stuff so you know those things are making it easier on our bodies when we're using the machines because they don't vibrate as much they're not as loud so you're not going deaf. because i think todd was telling me like 
in in Europe, if you you know go deaf because a machine's too loud or you know you get arthritis because a machine's wobbling too much or whatever, the company has to pay for all of your you know medical bills and everything. So mm-hmm. they try to make everything <laughs> not to hurt you. Um, yeah. So that's the cool thing. Plus that, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't care what anybody says out there. Y'all bitch about Rupes machines breaking. You guys just are using them wrong. I've got my yeah. original, my original Mark II, um, which is my workhorse. Um, that's the one I had since the Mark IIs came out like five years ago or something like that. Um, and I just had it rebuilt um, like maybe a year and a half ago. And the, the, the uh automagic guy here who who fixes them because he buys all the, the parts from rupus because they you know sell the machines and everything so he buys all the parts like he told me he's like i don't know how your armature was still working until it stopped working and i was like what do you mean and he goes this thing is so wound or so worn down he goes i don't know how it was making contact with the brushes and i was like i don't know man it just stopped yesterday and, and he goes, but I don't understand how it was still working yesterday. He's like, I've never <laughs> seen an armature worn down this far. And I was like, I don't know, man. I bought it like four years ago, five years ago when it came out. Um, and so he replaced it and and sent, sent the armature back with me so I could see how worn out it was. And I was like, I don't know. And I just pitched it. And now the thing works great. It cost me like 200 bucks to fix it and make it a brand new machine again. Um, right. And, and that's because I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Mark III. So I had to get my Mark II fixed. Um, and then I had to find another Mark II to have as a backup just in case. So yeah, nice. a great machine. Yeah, I, I tell people all the time, I mean, at, at every company will, of course, you know, have a product here. And yeah. there that, you know, things happen, right? Factories and, you know, we have everyone in the back here that's, you know, building all the tools that are, you know, shipped around North America. Um, Things of course happen, but eight and a half out of 10 times, um, they're either using way too much pressure or cranking it up to speed six every single time for whatever reason, (laughs) not putting their dielectric grease on it, um, putting their washer mod in there because, you know, our engineers, you know, we just skip that part. you know, and, and you know, throwing it down or just their employees are reckless, and it's yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a very nice tool, and you need to take care of it as such. Yeah, you know, I yeah. tell people all the time, if you're gonna drop coin, take care of this thing. They will you make know? you a lot of money, and that's the other thing I tell people. I'm like, God, come on, the amount of money that my that my Bigfoot has made me is ridiculous. Like, it has earned its keep and then some. Um, yeah, so that's why I got a cool paint job. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your favorite parts, uh, or what are some of your favorite things? Um, not only working for for Rupus, but also just in detailing. I mean, like, have you gotten the opportunities to do like some really cool things that you know you never thought you'd really get to? No, I've done a lot of nasty things that I, no one in their <laughs> life should have to clean. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, I'm not a car person. Um, okay. I like. What was uh, even I, talking about cars? I was just talking I, like, like just in general, like, I mean, you have, you have 
you know, again, you kind of have that dream gig that, you know, everybody kind of wants, you know, to do or whatever. I mean, has it led to anything cool? I mean, I mean, it's led to like some really cool and awesome relationships, yeah. you know, and again, just like the knowledge that I've gained, um, you know, that, that feel that we did for the three day um, polishing, the three day sanding and polishing class, that was yeah. incredible. Um, just, if you guys haven't seen that video on YouTube, I highly recommend it. I mean, there were two times once we were delivering the car, when the couple came in to pick it up, I had to go to the bathroom and, and, you know, wipe my, my eyes. Cause I was oh, just, wow. it was that emotional. Um, oh, wow. yeah, it was it, incredible. I mean, this couple, they, you know, they've been together for damn near as long as I've been alive. And, you know, they bought this car together 15 years ago or, you know, whatever the amount of time ago it was. And, um, they just kept getting burned left and right by different mechanics or painters or what have you. And this car really meant something to them. Right. Um, and so what we did to that, the transformation that we did to that, because it was like stucco on that car, dude. I mean, the, the owner of the car, he even said he just, you know, in his garage, just laid on <laughs> yeah. the paint himself. And you could tell, I think we took 600 grit to that car. Oh, wow. I mean, it was like, yeah, dude, it was like straight up, like, you know, Spanish Mediterranean house stucco on there. Um, but that was, I mean, that was just, that, that was an experience that I'll probably never forget in my life. It was incredible. That's cool. um, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I can't, you know, like, I just have a lot of really gross stories, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> before I started working here. Right. I, I mean, I, I did. the. Most I think that's, I think that's a lot of detailers have those gross stories. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, there's not too many of them that have the, the cool, you know, cars you've never seen type stories that Todd has, you know, I was going to say Todd, I mean, yeah. he could write a damn <laughs> I mean, book about, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know Todd's Todd's told me some stories of the cars that he's had in his, in his garage here in you know, in central Florida and, you know, his, his neighbors think he's the drug dealer probably because there's different million dollar car in his garage every other month or something like that <laughs> you know I'm sure yes <laughs> yeah. between him Jason I mean even Dylan um you know they've they've worked on you know again I don't I don't honestly know anything about cars I yeah. don't care about cars but hearing their stories and you know yeah the types of cars that this one off or yeah. you know oh whoever you know Russell Crowe owned this car or whatever right, right, yeah. you know um, See, that's, so hearing those are cool yeah that's crazy because you know i have not i don't think ever met a detailer that is so passionate about it and loves it so much but is like eh, cars whatever you know i think i think some of us kind of get to that point you know like kind of now i'm like whatever it's you know it's paint and it's four wheels as long as it's paying me some money you know i don't really mm -hmm. care what the badge is on the front of it um, but I still have that, you know, when a cool car comes into the shop, I'm like, okay, what this is. So, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's weird. Like that you're just like, man, whatever it's a car. Yeah. yeah. I get, um, I, I like donks a lot, you know, like what we have down back in the South. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've always been a big fan of, of those vehicles, but to me, that's just, that's, that's, um, art. You know, that's yeah. in my, it, and I had a lot of friends back home that had donks and that was how they expressed themselves. Um, yeah. So the, I, I enjoy that car scene, but I don't know anything about those cars. Like you could tell me it's a 76 Caprice. 
right you know yeah. have drop top and i'm like what is yeah, yeah you're just like know. oh it's painted like I know an M&M's wrapper is. yeah <laughs> right yeah. all right i know it's, what a drop top is because i've heard it in a rap song yeah you know yeah what I'm saying? But <laughs> i just i don't i know anything about them i don't i i i mean literally to the point of i don't understand motors transmissions i don't know the difference between like i'm sure it's obvious but like a four speed and eight speed if that's even yeah. a thing i don't see i don't even I know you. Dude. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm very good at making them look beautiful so that's that's all that matters and i just thought of it i'm gonna go back for everybody listening it was chip it was todd and chip yep He's they, were, they were yeah 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 i knew it started with a c i just couldn't think of it and it just hit me just now so i had to say that yeah, so so Chip, Chip and Todd were were I mean they were Rupus when when I first found out about the the company and the machines and all that fun stuff. Um, Chip was a super cool guy too. Um, I I've remember heard that he was awesome. Yeah, I I, I uh, he was at um, what was he at Detail Fest at Auto Geek um, right when the Mark II came out, and I had the the ES. Um, and I was talking to him and I was like, you know, well, what's the difference? And, you know, and he said, uh, well, you know, it's, it's a little more torquier. We tried to, you know, fix the stall, you know, on the different contours and things like that. And I said, okay. And he's like, you know, if you're running the old one at six, you would run this one at like four and a half or five. He's like, that's how much of a difference in torque it is. So I was like, all right, I bought one. And it's my favorite machine ever since. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was he was That's a good awesome. dude. I mean, it was when it was just him and Todd, it was, it was, it was uh it was pretty crazy. Um yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I just had to say that because I finally came, finally thought yeah. of it. I had to, <laughs> yeah. Um, so any any big plans coming up for for this year that you've got with with Rupus or or anything, or is it just keep grinding and keep scheduling? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just keep growing you know the grind won't the grind will never stop i mean yeah. I, I could literally i'm not exactly i could win 50 million dollars tomorrow and my grind would never stop never that's cool so um you know i don't even know that like when people talk about retirement i'm like dude i've never even never have even considered it never even yeah. thought about what that could be you're, like you're still um, too young oh. <laughs> dude, I, just, I don't know man because all my homies talk about it and I'm like, you might get guys, tired of it after a while yeah <laughs> but yeah man, i just want to keep growing that's it um that's cool i just want to keep growing and learning and, and of course meeting as many people as i can and and you know sharing stories um that's that's i love that so much about this yeah job. every week i meet so many different people and hear their stories and it's just ah uh, it's great yeah. And, and, and that's similar. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I started this was because I wanted to be able to, to talk to people and, and meet them, you know, different than just messaging through messenger or whatever, because sure. I mean, that's most of the way it happens. I mean, I've been very fortunate that, you know, over the past year and a half of doing this, like now my phone book is pretty full with some pretty cool names that like I would never That's think awesome. I would have that you know type of you know connection with um but yeah it's it's being able to reach out to people and, and have them come on you know like just like you're doing and 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 you know hear their passion like hearing your passion for what you're doing I mean you're not like 
you know, 99.9% of the rest of us are that are passionate about cars because you're not, but you're passionate about this. And it's so cool to like, listen to you talk about it and hear you talk about it. Um, that, that, that's, that's what I love. Um, and it's so very similar with, you know, being able to hear stories and what makes people passionate about this industry, because everybody's different. I mean, some people love, doing interiors. I hate doing interiors. And some people love doing paint corrections and some people don't love doing paint corrections and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, we're at an hour and I like to keep these things short and sweet. So um, I really appreciate you coming on. Cause like I said, you know, it's, it's, you know, I was trying to, when I was doing these in seasons, and then I just got tired of doing season. So I just said, screw it. It's all going to be one lump kind of deal. Um, but I would always try to find one or two of the ladies in the industry to come on. And for the first, you know, 30 episodes or so, um, it was like, no problem. I could reach out to people and reach out to them. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was, then it was like hitting a wall. Like I had one that was, you know, said she would do it and then when it came time to do it ghosted me just wouldn't answer and then um i had some other ones that said would say yes and then when you know i try to schedule you know they were too busy um so it was one of those things where it is kind of like okay and you know we just had it's i mean it's a male dominated industry so we just had so many guys coming on so you know kind of meeting you at MTE and, and just saying like, Hey, would you please come on and hopefully like break that bad mojo. And now we can start getting some ladies back on. Cause, cause again, I think, I think there's, you know, some ladies in this, in this industry that kick ass and I want to be able to celebrate them as much as the guys. And I mean, I've been very fortunate that Jen is a great friend and she kind of comes on, you know, she's been on a three or four times now or something like that, but you know, some sometimes gets old hearing Jen. So you, know, you gotta get some fresh, some fresh people in. So no, I, I really appreciate you jumping on and doing this. And and it's great to hear your story and and just hear that passion that you have in your voice. I hope, I mean, I I I fortunately get to see it. I see your face light up when you talk, but I hope people can will hear it that that how passionate you are. Yeah. Thank you. So I appreciate and- it. I mean, genuinely, truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for even considering to to have me on on Listen, here. I, I, I really I, appreciate it. It's it's like you're it's like you're asking Rupes, right? Like I ask everybody to come on the podcast and just hope that everybody says yes. But again, some people say no, and I don't push because I don't know, you know, what they're going through. Some people, you know, don't like the attention or whatever. So, um, so yeah, when I get a, a, a chance, I try to ask everybody. So yeah, it's it's a uh, definitely appreciate you coming on and 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 thanks for for rocking out the concaster shirt um you know i know that uh you, you got it there <laughs> oh yeah. do yeah i'm going awesome. out yeah you know, um i need to switch up yeah i even i talked to alan medcalf or medcraft today um and he sent me a selfie he was wearing it and I was like, yes, it's so cool that people are like really wearing this shirt. Um, so in fact, 
I'm actually wearing it today. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you rocking it and 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 showing off. So no listen i i look forward to, to speaking to you more in the future um learning learning from you and and things like that um so yeah thank you so much thank you i look forward to talking <laughs> to you again soon yes ma'am you have a great evening thank you you too stay warm right man oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> bye <laughs> bye